yeah, 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 yeah. We are now back at the Shits Podcast, where we are either shooting the shit, starting some shit, or picking up what shit left off. I'm your host, Monsoon's the Rod the Coolest Catch You Heard Thus Far. And it's your girl, B. Carrington, coming to you with all the tea and problems, I guess, that's and going on. And people getting ass with uh, <laughs> Hey, y'all, uh, this week, it's just me and B. Yeah. It's all it's all, it's all it really matters. Just me and B. Yeah. Man. All right, y'all got to get some mad shouts out to the Ownership Club. Y'all make sure y'all check out the Ownership Club every Sunday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on Soul 106.3 FM. Um, and then uh, also for all my adults out there out there doing adults things, make sure y'all check out Club Infamous at IceLounge.net. Yeah. There we go. B, how you week been? It's been great. Um, yeah, it, it's been really good. Especially, you know, your taxes dropped. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a beautiful thing. Hey, I'm That'd telling be a beautiful you. thing. A motherfucker go from, I'm going to go get some JJ's to, let's go ahead and go downtown and go to eat. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get some lamb chops. Yeah, I'm going to get some crab legs. And you might bring somebody else with you. you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. At first, it'd be you, just just you and the hubby, or you and the wife, and they'd be like, "No, nah, you know what? We're gonna bring the kids with us. <laughs> kids will come with us. We're gonna bring the kids because yeah. these kids don't eat hot dogs and stuff no more. Oh my goodness! They eat crab legs. I ain't never met a child that eat eat. I don't know. My child eat crab legs and shrimp. That's how my son is. Well, actually, all my kids is Chipotle. Uh, uh, what's that? The hibachi spots, um, and what else? And well, my daughter really like crab legs. I'd be like, I was coming up, we was just getting the pizza puffs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the pizza puffs and the motherfucking uh, uh, five dollar cheeseburgers and shit like that. Shit, way too expensive. Certainly, you gotta cook though. Yeah, it's, you, it's, you, it's, you it's do. Weird. You yeah, you do have to cook. I remember like. My mom, she'll make herself, she'll go buy some steaks. Like, all the adults yeah. that have steaks, we had to eat the chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was something. But, you know, it was just like, y'all don't need no steaks. Y'all like six. But, <laughs> but it makes sense, though. Because the thing is, it's like, you're going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be extra mad if I get your ass a steak and you waste that motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? I'll be kind of pissed when you don't eat all the chicken off the bones, too. You what? what you eat all the chicken off the bones? You're, you're supposed to. Hey, that's really some big bag shit. I know I got a big bag. <laughs> I know I'm bad, but that's really some big bag shit. Like, that's like wasting food, chicken. though. That's wasting food. Like, okay, so you're going to get a hamburger and eat half of it? You wasting food. Sometimes I do. Come on, you can't do that. No. Or I take the um, bread off of it when I get halfway there because I'm like, oof, there's just too much bread. I'm trying to stay off bread, especially since you came in and kind of came at me like that. I'm trying to get off this fucking bread. Oh, you and my husband, it just seems like, I don't know what be going on. It's hey, like, we working on it. Ain't, ain't that right now? We working on it. We working on it. It's a process. He ain't working on shit. Come on, man. It's a process. It's a process. B, you got the tea this week? I know you got something. I know you got something. Hey, listen. I was just going to go live on my TikTok with y'all. If y'all do not have TikTok, download it. Because it's a lady named Risa Tisa. And when I tell you she had a 50-part story of a man that she married. 
And it was called, Who the Fuck Did I Marry? When I tell y'all, this man, he could have been like a VP for real, like a real salesman. This man convinced BMW, a real estate agent, uh-huh. and everybody around him that he was a vice president of a company. This okay. man made documents, fake documents, took it to a real estate company, told them folks he had 700, he had got approved for a mortgage for $750,000. This man had the real estate agent believing that he had $700,000 in cash and offshore accounts. We talking about a real estate he, agent. He was white. No, he was black. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Hold on. No, I broke my. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> he had this lady believing literally that he had a, two sisters and two okay. brothers. The woman that he married, yeah. she thought that he had two sisters and two brothers. Okay. She said every morning I would hear him on the phone talking to a guy that she said was his brother. Okay. Come to find out, the nigga was holding conversations by himself. He was literally saying, like, on the phone, he'll say, hey, my bro, he said, hey, and he said he can't wait to see you. And he said, she, she said he was having long conversations. With himself? With himself. Damn. And she said she didn't think nothing of it because you can't hear what's on, you know, on the other side of the phone. Unless you put it on speakerphone. She said he used to, she said he even made her think that he had a sister and that she was supposed to go visit his sister, go see his sister. He, she never... Got to meet the sister because she said every time something would come up and he would be like, "Yeah, my sister said, you know, such and such, you know, something came up or whatever." Or How many years? Uh, this was during COVID. She okay. said it was like twenty twenty. She said had it not been COVID, it probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah. But this man told her he played arena football. He said he graduated from college in San Diego or San Francisco, San Diego, one mm-hmm. of them place. Like this man had a Trump type story. She said he was paying all the bills at the house. Wait, he paid all the bills? At her house. Okay. However, she still to this day, she doesn't know how he was paying. Because Damn he was it. broke. Shit, he wasn't that broke. Like Scamming. man, when I tell y'all the story was so amazing to everybody, like the it's fifty parts. Damn. Because this man said that his this man had said that his dad was a pastor okay. and owned a church. When she finally talked to the brother, their dad was never a pastor and did not own a church. He was just a lying motherfucker. The man had a made a fake obituary. He said that his grandmama Damn. died in 2020 of COVID. Yeah. Talked to the brother, the grandmama died in 2008. Wow. He was she said he was in there crying. About he, his, he was playing a role. Yeah, he even killed off his ex-wife's daughter. He he cried one day and said he was crying one day and said his ex-wife's daughter had passed away. Wow. When she talked to the ex-wife, the daughter is alive and kicking. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. But you know what though? I won't. I I can't even say. I can't even say that that's shocking. And this is why I say that because in this day and age. It's not hard for you to get fake documents. You see what I'm saying? Like technology is has has become so advanced that you can really create anything. I know motherfuckers that created uh their degrees. I ain't gonna say their name and shit. But I know motherfuckers that created their degrees for to to get a job and get a certain a certain certain salary. 
Uh, I know motherfuckers that have created birth certificates. I know motherfuckers that, I mean, pay stubs ain't shit to create nowadays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't create a fucking pay stub. But it's like the amount of stuff that you can do with a computer, and sometimes even with your phone, it's fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. I mean, the thing that's alarming, though, is that the amount of research you have to do with people when you meet them. You get what I'm saying? Facts. Because motherfuckers will definitely be living like not even just double lives. Motherfuckers be living triple lives and shit nowadays. Facts. You know? And it's like if you really... If, if a person is really able to put that spin on it and finesse you, they can get you to believe a lot of things too. But then sometimes I think people go off of I trust. I'm trying to trust you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's what with her story that that I could see that that's what she was doing. She was trusting him, which I, I get it. However, I think what the crazy part is is that you have people out here like him that when they did get married. Uh-huh. He put a whole different social security number on the marriage license. She didn't find out his real social security number until she was trying to get a job with the, I believe it was like the the state or something. So they had to run a background check. That's how it even kicked off how she started trying to finding out this stuff about yeah. him. Had, had she not, if she was just working at the local grocery store, she would have never known. She would never asked. See what I'm saying? She would never ask because she <laughs> felt like there's no need to. I trust you. So anything that you're saying to me, I don't believe that you have a reason to lie to me. So therefore, I'm a I'm a roll with it. Your fucking phone conversation sound like you're talking to somebody. So why would I even question it? You see what I'm saying? Like if you really think about it, how many other people probably do shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Like you really think they'd be on the phone talking to somebody and they not. It's crazy as fuck. Yeah. Hey, we gotta take a break real quick and we come right back. Hey yo, shout out to all the motherfuckers out there that uh when you got that CPN up and uh got them a new car and shit like that. And uh well, my bad. It's just podcast shot. It's the shit. Everybody be talking like they know what the shits is. The podcast is real. Check in on the monsoon and bubble ball. This black night shot. The shits. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We got now back at the Shits Podcast, man. And we just up in here shooting the shit. And we talking about motherfuckers getting scammed and motherfuckers having long phone conversations by themselves and sound like they talking to somebody else on the phone and shit like that. So we was talking about the whole concept of trust, mm-hmm. right? So it made me think about the concept of emotional intelligence. You know what that is? I, you know, I, I started doing my research like on the way here because okay. I really didn't know what it was. Like, I, I, I don't, I still kind of slick. I do, but then I don't. Okay. So, let, I, I, I will, I want, I, I do want to like, I can act like I'm flexing and just say I just know right off top of the dome, but I'm, I'm going to read the definition. So, it's the ability to recognize, understand, and manage your own emotions as well as being able to understand and influence the emotions of others. So when you think about that, what do you think about? Um, being able to control, I being able to control yourself, I guess you can say like maybe your anger. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. So being able to control your anger. And, and, and also to piggyback off what you just said, not just anger, but all your emotions. You see what I'm saying? So I was always taught that anger is a secondary emotion. 
So it's always something that comes before that. You get what I'm saying? So you think about when you get mad about something. It's it, it's it's anger, but it was really something that you felt before that anger. You get what I'm saying? So to me, it's like emotional intelligence is knowing what was what was that first feeling that you felt before you got angry. You get what I'm saying? Oh. And if you think about it, so like think about it like a lot of times it'd be sadness or fear or rejection. Like that comes first before people get mad. But people they don't be in tune with that shit. They don't be in tune with themselves. So it's hard. It's hard for them to recognize it. And even after that, it's harder for them to even say it. And to me, I think that shit applies to not just men, but also men and women. That's why I think the shit is important. And it's fucked up. In my opinion, that I feel like a lot of people don't really know about it. A lot of people don't really know about the whole concept of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I didn't like, and I, for me, I never even thought about what I felt, you know, it, before I got angry because normally my first reaction is anger. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm never, I'm not a real sad, like, I don't get sad, like, oh, I'm going to be sad. Like, one. How you know that? Cause I know that my feeling is rage. Like that's cause I get that from growing up. Like right. that's my first feeling is anger. Mm-hmm. My first feeling is I'm gonna put my hands on you. That's how. That's that's the first thing that comes to mind when you do when somebody does something to me. Yeah, it could be the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. I want to put my hands on them, but that's something that I am working on. Right. Because I I can go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like so, <laughs> I, I am working on that at this point in my life. But back when I was in my 20s, yeah. If I could bring some people up here from Memphis that that know me, yeah. They'll say we always thought you were crazy, right? Because the first thing I would do is put my hands on you, right? I would never. It was no crying. It was no nothing. Even when I, even when an ex, my ex cheated on me or hurt me or anything. That's it. It wasn't hurt though. They thought out. People was like, "Oh, I know you hurt. Hurt, man. I'm finna tear them up. Ain't nobody hurt, right? You know. And I'm gonna tear you up, and then I ain't gonna think about you no more after that, right? But and 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 think about that though. Like when people do get cheated on, you know what I'm saying? Like just say like. For most dudes, when a dude gets cheated on, the first thing we the first thing that we think about is, oh man, fuck that shit. Let's go fuck another bitch. You know what I'm saying? So we think about, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we don't think about we don't think about talking to our boys and saying, man, she hurt me. We don't say shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because if you do, you come off as soft. Go, you know you want to, you know you want to say it. I ain't gonna say y'all come off as soft, but I think like it's just a. Now I don't think men come off as soft. If you if you're telling somebody, hey, this girl hurt me. If you were in love, not if every time we talk to you, some girl hurt you, then bro, you need therapy because at some point, like how many women you just fall in love with anybody. But if it's somebody that you have been with, we understand. Like I would understand. Right. Me personally, I'm like, man, that'd hurt me too. I'd have been with you that long and you cheated on me. Right. So you that's know? empathy. You, yeah. So you, so you can empathize with that. Yeah. But you couldn't. But you couldn't empathize with you couldn't empathize if it wasn't a long amount of time that he'd been with the girl no 
I feel like we've been with somebody two months, man, suck it up. Go gone on somewhere. But how but how would you know? Like think about it. How would you really know that the time that he spent or the time that they seriously, the time that he spent or the time they spent together that it wasn't that that <laughs> Now you see, now you see that you laugh at it, you laugh at it. But I can get, I can almost guarantee you, I can almost guarantee you, it's a dude out there or it's a female out there that's experiencing that, and they feel like shit. I don't care. We just been together for two months. We've been together two months, and it's been the best two months ever. Like we really fucking connected. We so yeah. I just kind of feel like is that true empathy? You know, what I'm I, you couldn't empathize. You couldn't empathize. If it was a short amount of time, but you can empathize if it was a long amount of time. Like, why is that? Because, how, okay, if maybe we was 18, maybe 21, <laughs> maybe even 25, but at 30, 40, hey, at two months, you barely scratching the surface. I don't even know if that's your real name. Like, come on now, you over here crying. Hey, go seek therapy because something happened. Something happened in your childhood. I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'm not. I look at it like this. I would at least feel like let me hear you out. Let me give you the opportunity to, to to really say, to really say everything that's happening before I be like, come on, man, that's that's too soon. You know what I'm saying? That's too quick. You like for real? But think about it. If if that was a woman, if a if a woman said the same shit, like she had been with this man for like two months and she thought it was like the real thing and he just broke her heart, would you look at her differently than I will, woman? and I'd be like, hey, <sighs> man, hey, hey. Why? Hey, I, I'm, because I'm that type of person anyway, I only give you a week to mourn your relationship. Why? Because I just feel like you're not gonna call me every day talking about this same person. Like for real. If, if it's it, still bothering them. You not finna call me every day talking about this same person. I'm just not finna hear it like it's a week. After a week, like, it's time to, like, start talking about something else. Or let's go do something else, girl. But every time we turn around, you talking about this same thing. No, no, you not finna bother me and disrupt my peace because you still mourning over this person. No, you're not. And especially if it's only been two months, I'm really going to be like, girl, hey, I'll probably block you to be honest. Wow. Because I don't want to hear about somebody you only been with for two months. Y'all really weren't even together in a relationship. So now I'm going to go back and I'm going to breathe this shit again. <laughs> the ability to recognize, understand, and manage your own emotions as well as being able to understand and influence the emotions of others. Influence you to not understand in a relationship with somebody after two months and you've grown as hell but also to understand okay it ain't you yeah you don't like you don't roll it but you feel like no two months i'm not invested like that but it's the it's the ability to understand where somebody else is coming from not to and not even to be like i agree with it or i would do the same thing but it's the ability to understand it like i understand that shit bothers you I also understand that that shit don't bother me, but I understand it bothers you. You see what I'm saying? And since I understand that it bothers you, I'm going to respond in a certain type of way. Bam. There it is. You nice as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but I think that, but I, I, I think that, I believe that that's what 
That's what emotional intelligence is. And I feel like if, and I think the problem is this. I think people feel like if I come at you that way, I'm kind of condoning your bullshit. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm condoning your weakness. I'm condoning your sensitivity. I'm going to say this. I don't I don't feel like when we come back, I, I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say what I got to say when we come back. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a break real quick. Hey, man, shout out to all the motherfuckers that been, on, been with people for like two months and they, uh, they're about to get married and B said she ain't come to the wedding because y'all soft as hell. No, I ain't. I'm not <laughs> What up, y'all? It's your boy Monsoons the Rock from the Ownership Club and the Shits Podcast. Just letting y'all know about the hottest after party going on every Sunday at the Hideaway, 1245 Burnham Avenue in Calumet City, Illinois. Every Sunday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are now back at the Shits Podcast. And now, at first we were just shooting shit, but now I think we started some shit. And it's really B that started some shit on the Shits Podcast. So, you was about to say what? I don't even... We didn't got onto some shows. Hold on. What I said? Uh, I don't know. Okay, but let's ask this question, though. I mean, for, for all the listeners. You just... Something for y'all to think about. Can you fall in love with somebody in two months? No. Is that possible? For you can somebody in the comments please tell me, can you fall in love in two months two months i think it's possible if you i mean like if you really really if you really spending a lot of time with somebody i think it's possible for you to fall in love with somebody in two months i think it's definitely possible like people get married in what motherfuckers get married in in three months six months you know what i'm saying like it's happened before oh well you know i understand um you but, said that like you don't. You, you really said I, it like you don't. I understand that that was the stupidest, dumbest shit that they could have ever done in their life. Because the ain't fuck? no way you gonna tell me that you didn't got with this person and then, okay. and then fell in love with them. And you know what? That's how them people end up on those shows talking about some. So they let's they go got back. buried in the backyard. Yeah, you ain't know them, did you, honey? So let's go back. The ability to recognize, understand, and manage your own emotions as well as being able to understand and influence the emotions of others. I never said that I was emotionally intelligent. I never said that. I didn't say that. I said I didn't know what it was. I am very self-aware of who I am. There we go. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, because you know what? I want to I wanna throw out five characteristics of emotional intelligence. Because I'm glad you just said what you said. One, self-awareness. So you said you're very self-aware of, of how you feel. Yeah. Also, okay, but, also, but are you also aware of what comes before that anger? Are you, are you aware of that? No. Okay, something to think about. Another one, self-regulation. Being able to be like I, I know I'm mad about this, so I shouldn't even do this. Or, uh, <laughs> it ain't happening. No, it ain't happening. Okay, B. I'll see you. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, motivation. Uh, I guess, are you, are you motivated to change it? Are you motivated to be like, let me try to understand what's going on? Empathy. I got a lot of empathy. But not if it not if it just been two months though. No, and see, I got empty for things that 
makes sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got empathy for that. Like stuff that makes sense to you. Your mama said empathy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Something that happened. You know, with a, with with your job, empathy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You done been with your your girl or your boyfriend or husband, whoever. You know what I'm saying? For a year or more, empathy. Okay. I don't have empathy for stupid shit. <laughs> okay. I just don't. And the last one, social skills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm social. I'm sociable. Oh, okay. So you know what? I'm glad you said that because I think sometimes people get that shit mixed up. There's a difference behind there's a difference between having social skills and being sociable. So what I get from you is so from the conversation that, that we've had, you the kind of person that to me, that's what I get. You talk to people, you listen to people, you respond to what you heard. Sometimes people just talk to people and they wait for the other person to get done talking so they can start talking again. You see what I'm saying? I don't think those are social skills. You see what I'm saying? At all. I mean, but I don't, I'm not saying I get that from you. But I think that that's something that, that kind of happens. Like, so many times, like, I don't think people truly understand the whole concept of social skills, like reading body language, knowing how to read the room. You know what I'm saying? Um, knowing how to reciprocate in a conversation, if that makes sense. So, like, the conversation is not always just about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can show the same amount of energy. You can show the same amount of energy when a, when it's when a topic is not just about what's going on with you. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I think I think it's all part of the whole concept of emotional intelligence. And the reason why I think the whole thing is important because I think that's the reason why we don't have strong relationships these days. Like far as friends. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I got mm. one, two. What about the count? <laughs> Maybe two and a half. Maybe two and a half. <laughs> I think I got like two and a half. Oh. I mean, I don't have a lot of friends because, I mean, it, I'm not going to say I can't build and make. I can be. I'm not saying I can't maintain friendships. It's not that. But I'm the person that I, I don't. Accept any type of disrespect in my friendships, my relationships. I don't. If I treat you the same way that I want to be treated. So if I ask you, hey, you know, my daughter is having something. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like come Ooh. through for my child. You don't come through for my child. Instant cut off. Boom. You cut off because when it come to your kids, instant. Instant. Because when it come to your kids, I'm coming through for your kids. Mm. You can't come through for mine. That's where me and my friendships mm. end sometimes. Because it's like I go to bat for people, kids, and then when it's time for them to like, okay, my daughter doing cheerleading at the time she was doing cheerleading, I send out a text message. You know, hey, can y'all donate to her? You know, stuff or whatever. Yeah. They don't donate. You know, certain people yeah. didn't donate. So guess what? You're instantly cut off, buddy. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to be friends. Like, I'm grown. Like, we don't right. have to be friends. So, I'll never talk to you ever again. I, we don't even have to have a discussion about it because at the end of the day, you knew. What if they give you What if they give you a logical ex, logical excuse? Of why I'll be waiting on it. I get them about, about a week to okay. explain to me because I even, like, I, I say, hey, you know, how you doing? You know, what's yeah. going on? You know, how you doing? I don't just be like, oh, you cut out. I'm like, hey, you know, mm. I send that I send that follow-up text. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? How have been, been going with you? No response. See, because they think you finna 
ask about that stuff with, with your kids. Yeah. So they don't yeah. respond. So at that yeah. point, I just know, like, hey, you know what? I don't fuck you. No I don't fuck you. I'm straight. So that's 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 interesting because I was just having that conversation too about how do you handle that? How like how, how do you handle that when it comes to relationships and you feel like people don't show up? You see what I'm saying? Like you like like you invited motherfuckers to housewarmings. You invited motherfuckers to kids' parties and you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers never show up. It's like what what is what what is that say? like First of all, what does that say to you? And here's a deeper part about that. How does it make you feel? Because if you think about it, a lot of us ain't going to be like, a lot of us ain't going to call that motherfucker and be like, man, you really made me feel a certain type of way because you didn't show up for my kid's shit. We just be like, you cut off. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But what stops us? Because you shouldn't have to explain. We not kids no more. You know, and I say that from coming from our age group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're not kids. You know what you did. Now, if I, when I yeah, when I was in high school, I would probably explain. When I was eighteen, I would explain. Twenty one, yeah. I would explain. But at this age that we are now, you know exactly what you did because yeah. you're a, you. They avoid you, right? So when a person, when people avoid you, they know exactly what they did. Mm. Because I'm gonna tell you, somebody who was just oblivious about what they they still be. Hey, you know what's yeah, up? That's How a you good doing? Point. That's a damn good and point. then you be like. Like, nigga, you didn't realize you didn't show up, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, bro, my bad. Right. I, I had some stuff going on. The people who really know that they be avoiding you, you can call them three, four times, yeah. text them, and you won't hear from them right. at all. Right, right. And then um, two months later, they'll come back with an excuse. You know, I had this going on. I'd be like, mm-hmm, <laughs> you trying to hear that shit. I don't care. We all got a story to tell. So... <laughs> Just, just you, you being as honest as possible with yourself. What makes it hard for you to be like, I can keep you around, even after you like, because it ain't like they said nothing disrespectful to you. But what makes it hard for you to be like, I can keep you around even after you didn't show up? Um, what's so hard for me? I ain't gonna even say I'm just cold hearted like that. I, I'm not really a cold hearted person, but if you want me to be completely honest, I always tell people if I could get through the fact that my mother passed away, you ain't got nothing coming from me, baby, when you oh, do wow. something to me. Wow. You ain't got nothing. Wow. So, on my end, I would say the thing that, that makes it kind of difficult for me is that I kind of feel like you disregarded me. Like the shit that I had going on meant nothing. You see what I'm saying? And it and it it I, and it it kind of gets in the way of me still like hanging out with you. Cause in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like you disregarded what the fuck I had going on. All right, so I gotta take a break real quick. Hey yo, shout out to the motherfuckers out there, man. That uh, when you invite them to something, um, they actually come through. Uh, everybody else, I ain't gonna say that. This is just podcast. It's the shit. Hey everybody, it's comedian Stephanie Robertson with the shits. Come check it out. You can follow me on Instagram at Stephanie underscore underscore Robertson. I will see you there. Make sure you to follow. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are now back at the shits podcast. Uh, and like I said, it's official. We, we starting some shit tonight. Uh, it's just be Carrington and myself. And we talking about emotional intelligence, people being aware of how they feel. Um, People being aware of 
the feelings we get when we feel like we fucked over. Um, and so you were just talking about the whole concept of, of therapy and the importance of therapy. Like, yeah. really elaborate on that. Um, before I went to therapy, I was, I, I was more so more of a high head than what y'all, how y'all hear me talk. Like I talk hard anyway, mm. because my mother talked hard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I cuss you out quick. Yeah. I, I will fight you quick. I don't care. I didn't care about you. I didn't care about what you was going through. Once you did something to me, it was instantly, I don't give a damn. I don't give a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? So going to therapy made me realize, like, you can't be like that. And you really just had some unprocessed grief. About your mom? About my mother. Yeah. Like, my mom was my dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was my homie. Like, I could call her and talk to her about anything. You talking about gossip? I, I never really cared about having friends. Yeah. Real talk. Because I could talk to my mom about anything. Mm. If me and my anybody I dated, we ever broke up or something, and, and let's say oh, I was mad at them, my mom was so cool. She'd be like, I'm finna call him and talk to him. Yeah. And I'm finna tell him to come over here so y'all can have a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when she left this earth, it was like, fuck yeah, man. And so I, I that's how, that's that's what I had. Even getting with him, even getting with my husband, I still had that hardcore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he even used to be like, "Do you even like me?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he'd be like, he'd be like, "Do you like me?" Because you're so mean. Yeah. Like he used to say, "I was mean," and. And then I didn't think nothing of it until my daughter said I was mean. Oh, the kids do something. She said, you mean, mama. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then one day me and him got into an altercation. And you know, I'm going to be honest. We got into an altercation. And I hit him so hard. And you know, I hit him so hard he was driving. Wow. He if he wouldn't have had his hands on the wheel, yeah. we would have ran into three parked cars because I hit him so hard it knocked his glasses to the side. I, I feel like I don't want to laugh at that, but, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a part of go ahead though. Sorry. And but then our child was in the car too. Oh, I'm definitely not laughing at. And that day, he packed his stuff and was like, "Hey, I'm out. I'm gone. I'm out. Like you." You put your hands yeah. on me, you know, because he, he he always had told me that. Yeah. Because he don't hit women. So he was like, I told you, if you ever put your hands on me, you're going to jail. Right. <laughs> 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 he, was like, he was like, I ain't going to play with you. You're going to jail. There we go. There we go. And so when I did that, I felt, after I stopped being angry, mm. I did feel bad. My baby girl was crying. She was, you know, everybody was, you know, it was just, just messed up. So that's when the therapy stuff started. And that's when I realized all the unprocessed grief, grief had. I had. Yeah. And I was so, I was actually hurting because I never processed the grief. My mother passed. I never processed yeah. that. And when I say I never processed that, I was still walking around. And my mom was still here. Yeah. I never went to my mama's grave. Wow. Still has have never been. And she, but she buried back in Memphis, right? Yeah, I still, even when I was in Memphis, never been. Wow. 
Wow. After the funeral, it was all, I, psh, I act like that never. I act like that day never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Self awareness. Self awareness. And you know what? I be thinking about that because, like, like that should be hard. You know what I'm saying? Like for you really to be aware, like for you really to be aware of the shit that really bothers you. Like it's easy for us to real to really be like, I know it makes me happy. You know, like I know I know what excites me. But I think it's I think it's a different it's a different challenge to be like, what really makes me sad? You know what I'm saying? And then like, can I even express that? Like, can I even express that to somebody else? That this makes me feel sad, especially like, and I'll be honest with you, I'm saying it from a man's point of view. I don't think a lot of men can. You see what I'm saying? Like, a lot, I don't think a lot of men can truly say what makes them feel anything, anything else but happy, because there, there is this fear that if I do give, if I do really tell you how, how I'm really, really, really feeling about something later on when you get mad. Now all the shit gonna come up. That know? was me. See, that's see? how, and I'll be honest. That's how I was. Like when you tell me something about yourself, and once I got get mad, I'd be like, "That's why your mama oh, uh, put you up for adoption." <laughs> you know, like that's me. That's what? how. That's how. That type of person I used to be. Yeah. You know, I would say some stuff like that. Yeah. You know, because I used to feel like if you go low, I'm gonna go to hell. You know what I'm saying? That's right. how I used Ooh. to feel. But that's not okay because. At the end of the day, when somebody confide in you and they tell you some stuff and everything, you, you gotta even if they do go low, you kind of gotta empathy. Yeah, you gotta have that empathy. Like yeah, I ain't gonna empathy. even say that, but you do gotta get the hell up out of here, though. <laughs> right, and you know what? So, so the interesting part about that is, and what I realize with myself is this: I'm quick to just cut a motherfucker off. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm not really big. For you like... look like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I and and. and and my and, and but this is but I, this is what I had to realize. I had to really understand why I feel that way. I had to realize why why is that easier for me? And I'm not saying that it's right, but I will say this much: it makes me feel better. <laughs> it makes me hey. feel it makes me feel so much better because I feel like for one, I don't like arguing with people. I just really don't. I feel like arguing arguing doesn't solve shit. The only thing that happens is you just got two motherfuckers that's yelling. And nobody's listening to the other person. For me, cutting you off makes me kind of feel like you didn't exist or you don't exist. See what I'm saying? And and I'm not saying that's the best thing to do, but a lot of times it's made me feel better because I kind of felt like I'm really protective. I'm really protective of my self-esteem. So I don't wanna, I don't want shit to come in or happen that's gonna jeopardize my self-esteem dropping. Any levels, you see what I'm saying? So if your ass not showing up to functions, and I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't invite your ass to my daughter's birthday parties and housewarmings and shit like that, and you never fucking show up, and don't even be fucking still talking to you. Thanks. In my opinion, that's how I feel. That is how it is. I shouldn't. I don't. I. Why am I constantly trying to get you to come to events and invite you out now? There's another part to that because if you know your friend, mm -hmm. because I'm that friend, I'm sort of an introvert in a sense. I'm okay. an introvert slash, you know, extrovert. A little, you know, yeah. I'm a little bit of both. 
I may not come to your shit because I'm a person that I don't really like to meet new people. Okay. And half the times when I, my friends, they have other friends. Mm. And I always tell them, this is not a group effort. That, those are not my friends. Right. I didn't meet them. I didn't I didn't meet them before. Like, those are your friends. I don't fuck with them. Yeah, I don't mess with them. And half the time, I don't like them. Right. So, with that being said, my friend be like, I know you're not coming, but I will. I will get you something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get you some. I'm gonna send you some money. I'm gonna do whatever for you. But just know I'm not gonna be there. Now, if it's a big event like your graduation, I'm there. I'm there. Yo, uh, wedding, I'm there. Yeah. But girl, you done had 35 birthdays. Uh, I'm gonna send you this money, and I'm not coming because I don't like your friends. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we gotta take a break real quick. Hey yo, shout out to all the motherfuckers out there that uh send you uh at least twenty dollars on the cash app on your birthday. This is just podcast, y'all. It's the shit. What up, ladies and gentlemen? It's the American Dream, the American Nightmare, the Heartbreak Kid, Young Barker. And when I come to Chicago, I check in, I get on the radio with the Shits Podcast. One more time, man. Give a big shout out to the Shits Podcast. Young Barker Productions, man. Hollis, we out here. Yeah, yeah, We are not back at the Shits Podcast. But we are either shooting shit, starting some shit, or picking up shit left off. So now I guess we picking up what shit left off. So the question is. For all the dudes out there. Why is it difficult? Okay, yeah, why is it difficult for a dude to tell another dude that you hurt my feelings? Instead, we just, like I said, instead we say stuff like, You bodine as hell. You bogus. You know what I'm saying? Like, you on some bullshit. But at the, at the base, at the root of all that is, you hurt my feelings. That's what it is. But dudes can't say that. Hey, I don't think, girl. Women can say I'm it. I'm not, no. I'm a woman, and I'll be like, oh, you hurt my feelings, girl. I'm like, man, you own that bullshit. Oh, uh, I think women can say it. I think women, women I think can women say, say it, but I'm just, I'm saying, like, women can say that. I've just never been that type. I've never been that one to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, right. Kathy, so, you hurt my feelings. See, and, and look, and I think about that. It comes off as soft. It comes off. It's soft. I ain't gonna say it's soft. I think it's just depending on where you, how you was raised, and where you came from. Right. Because, like for me, like I said, Mama wasn't soft, and I ain't gonna say soft. She wasn't really. She was like loving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she was really like suck that shit up. Right. That's how she. That's how I was raised. Like you suck it up, you girl. You better, girl. Yeah. If you don't we'll play. So, you know? so it's passed. So it's so it's passed down to you, right? Yeah. So then, so that leads me to the next question: Is how are we passing? How are we passing this lack of knowledge of emotional intelligence down to our kids, and how are they going to be? And I get what you're saying because he is the emotional intelligent part of our household, technically, because for me. I'm still rough around the edges because yeah. when I tell, like when I talk to my baby girl, you know, you know that's my baby girl. When she tell me something, I don't come off the softest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the night, like he be like, you know, baby, you know, she is really hurting. And I'm like, she 12. Like, fuck that little nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, alright. Right. You know, they don't want to be your friend, girl. You ain't gonna even remember them people. Right. When you get in high school, by the time you graduate, yeah. you ain't gonna know them people. You're not gonna remember them. That's how I think. Yeah. But to him, he like, but you got to understand, she is 12, so she hurting. Right. And I'm like, you right. 
You might not go give her a hug. Right. Because I always hug anyway, but I'd be like, you soft. And you know what? I can understand that. I can definitely understand that because, like, I think about my oldest. So, like, when my oldest first really had, like, that heartbreak, you know what I'm saying? I thought about it, and I was like, and I was talking to my boy Tron about it. I was like, man, do I have the father conversation with him, or do I have the man conversation with him? Because the man conversation is, man, fuck that shit. Go get you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go get you another, whatever. But can that really be? Can that really be the father conversation, especially when he, especially when your mother is in the household? You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's kind of like, what do you do? So I really, I would just, I tried try to be as honest as possible. And I'm like, look, I don't really think you're at the age where you really need to be putting the label on, on you know what I'm saying, on these women. Like, don't, don't put a label on this early. Not saying go out there and be a hoe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but don't necessarily put a label on them. You get what I'm saying? And have female friends. You know, have female friends because it's, it's perks to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, have female friends. And I mean, I'm pretty sure women may feel like if you have male friends, it's fucking perks to that too. You know, no, nah, because if, if you my homie, you just my homie. I don't care how fine you is. I don't, that's that's the difference. That's why I say, like, I'm I guess I can say, like, I relate more to men yeah. than I do I, women I because women just to me is just saying, like, I some of the stuff they be saying is just be like, huh, you know, because I don't see myself like once you my friend. You my homie, like you will never cross that threshold. I don't right. care if you the finest. Like if every girl come around, like he's so fine. Okay, you date him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. that's my friend. Like do you, you know, I know everything about him. Right. Girl, go date him. You right. So when you wait, so when so when you do know everything, when you do feel like you know everything about a person, does does that tend to make you gravitate more to him and look at him in a different light or? They'll always just be a friend. They'll always just be a friend because it's depend. Like if I know, I know everything about you. Like it's like no. And majority of the time, the guys I end up being friends with, they hoes. So it's like they look so nice on the outside and so sweet, and and every woman come around and be like, oh girl, he's so cute, he's so nice, he had the door, he was so sweet, and I'm like, girl, he gonna knock your boots, and you're going to be hurt, right? Cause he's slut. Cause he didn't explain it. Because he, he didn't explain it. He didn't say it in the door. It's a difference. I think it's a difference. If you say it in the door, like, look, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be a relationship. We can hang out. If anything comes up out of that, then it's just what it is. And when you touch the back of her soul, uh, whatever you told her, went out the door. Went out the door. That's what y'all, that's what men don't understand either. You can tell, unless she a player too, and I know women is like that, there's some yeah. players too. Yeah. Unless she, a, you got to know what type of woman you dealing with because you got women that'll be like, okay, I understand. Yeah. But if you have had conversations with her and she like, you know, I want to get married one day. Within two months. I want to, okay, yeah, those kind. I want to <laughs> get married one day. I am, you know, I want to do this. I, 
you know you shouldn't even be messing with her because you know what type of person you are. Right, so yeah. don't even ruin that young lady. Right. No, that's a good point. That's a good. I mean, like that is. It's it's a good point. And I feel like as much as dudes, as much as dudes try to really be upfront about shit, what you just said made a lot of sense. Like it doesn't matter. Once you really put it on a motherfucker and like the quality time is there and the, and y'all have connected on like conversation wise, once you really put the dick on it and you know what I'm saying, like you said, touch the soul, touch the back, whatever, something like that, snatch the soul and shit like that, shit becomes totally different. And it's like, mm, yeah, but it's uh, Damn. And then you turn around. There's another thing too that I think the guys fail to realize as well. Um, nothing is sacred anymore. Like Why not? I remember back in the day when a girl met your when a when a girl met your mom, yeah. she was the one. <laughs> now everybody be your mama. Oh, everybody be your mama. Like no. why? Why is everybody meeting this so lady? So funny that you say that because I can't even tell you how many. Like I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, but my wife probably laugh at that shit because the the amount of um, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'm just like seriously, like why is everybody meeting your mom? Like what? That's supposed to be like the last. That's supposed to be the most sacred part, and it's supposed to be the part where you like, you know what? Because <laughs> that, that's true. I it remember, is though. It is. I remember when a girl could say, "I met his mama." You know what I'm saying? And I met his mom, and it meant something. Now you be like, oh, I met his shit. mama, and you like everybody met this nigga mama. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't the first one, right? Niggas been this, bitches been seeing his mama because they walking through the living room. Like right. everybody meet his mama, and shit. Right? Damn, that is crazy. Damn, that's a good ass point. That's a good ass point. Nothing is sacred. I'm talking about people. They take you to do it. I remember when taking somebody to your folks' house for Christmas meant something. Yeah, like, they right. like, that's the one. Man, right. they done met five different bitches, five different Christmases. They meet a Christmas. They done met everybody. You like, damn. It be to the point where you be like, you really got to put them to the side and ask them the name again because you don't want to say, you don't, don't want to call it a, a different name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then you really be fucked up. Hey, we gotta take a break real quick. <laughs> hey man, shout out to all the motherfuckers out there, man, that be uh bringing uh, one female around for Thanksgiving and then it'd be a different one for Christmas. And we all know which one to get a present for. Hey man, it's the Shits Podcast, man. It's the Shits. For all erotic needs and fantasy needs, please contact Cold Pleasures. That's C O L Pleasures.com. We are not back at the Shits Podcast. And uh, we had this. Talking about people, meeting people mamas and shit. And uh, should it be a rule? We got to put a time limit on when you can meet, when, when we can, when they can meet your mama. So, Dur said two months. They got to be together for at least two months. I'm going to stretch that shit out. I'm going to say four months. Don't bring them to the crib. Don't have them come meet us until y'all been going Hard for four months. What you saying? A year. I don't want to see them little folks. <laughs> don't bring them over here. I don't care, baby. They can't come over here. Don't come in my driveway. Just go on. You said a year? You. Yes, you got to be together. I need to know that this is solidified. I don't want to meet no little nappy head little boy in six months. 
or three months, right. and then it's and I'm I'm just getting used to this little nappy head boy. Now it's another <laughs> little nappy head boy, and now I'm just like, okay, absolutely not. And then you are, absolutely, it's not absolutely not. And then you are a girl. That's another thing too. I don't care how I don't care how people switch it, flip it, rub it down. It is a double standard. You are not going, you are not going to be bringing. All these boys, I don't care how many talks on the phone, but I you, I don't, I don't care. I care. At, at the age when she gets to that age, I don't care how many boys she talks on the phone. I mean, baby, leave your options open. However, yeah, that's a good point. Don't, do not bring anybody here unless y'all been together for a year. And actually, yeah, it's a year. It's a year for Damn. me. That might have to be the new rule right there. God damn it. All right. So, I want to throw this shit out there. So, four ways of how to develop emotional intelligence. Just four. I mean, it's a lot, but I'm only going to read off four. Practice observing observing how you feel. Yeah, being tuned with, like, really own up to that shit. You ain't got to tell everybody, but at least tell yourself if you realize how you feel. Two, pay attention to how you blame, I mean, to how you behave. You might really want to take that one in right there, B. Three, question your own opinions. That's another one. That whole two month thing. I want to question that one a little bit. <laughs> um, and number four, take responsibility for your feelings. Like, it's cool for you to have them. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes, I think sometimes people be feeling like, it's wrong for me to have these feelings. Like, no, that's how you feel. You get what I'm saying? Like, and 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 the sad reality is this. That's some shit that you can't change. So let's just say that you have feelings for, not you, but just say somebody has feelings for another man or a dude has feelings for another woman. Those are your feelings. You got to realize, why the fuck do I feel like this? You see what I'm saying? Like, what is it about this other person what is it about this other person that they that they're giving me or they're doing that's making me feel this way towards them? And what am I? What do I feel like I'm not getting from? Right, and you can say where the fuck you at? Cause listen, what I don't care about is what this other person is doing for you. Uh, because if you felt like I wasn't doing what I'm supposed to be doing, yeah. leave me, sweetheart. Cause that that cause that cause you're not. After I find out what you done did, you yeah. done cheated or whatever, it's not going to be what you think. I'm not going to sit down and be like, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I believe, you know, I did something and I know that you went over there to that person. And right. And no, I'm not saying you got to do that. No, I'm not saying that. Oh, oh, I love the way you said that because you said it like. Got him, I got the spot. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. You say she's like, that's a spider. She's like, that's a spider. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but nah, but but I'm not I'm not that I guess I'm not that emotionally intelligent to reason with the fact that you felt like you was gonna go over there and cheat and I was you was gonna come home and tell me, well, you know, they listen to me. Well, go back over there for them to listen to you some more. <laughs> They gonna need to listen to you and cause I'm gonna kick your motherfucking ass. So they gonna have to listen to you anyway. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not that 
emo like I'm I don't care. Right. I don't once you have you can talk to me before that and tell me whatever is going on. Right. And it's depending on how you come to me. And that's we're gonna talk about it. But after you've already done something, I am not that emotionally intelligent no, to listen to why you did what I you did. did. I don't care. I never I, I don't care and I would never care. So let me ask you this. So kind of like how we said before, anger is a secondary emotion. So once you hear a motherfucker tell you that they went or you caught a motherfucker doing something that you feel like they weren't supposed to do, that first emotion was what? I beat his motherfucking ass. No. What? What you talking about? No. Hold on. Let me. And I'm finna tell you. Hold on, cause we finna get some. We finna get wrong. No, I'm saying the first emotion. I beat his ass. So hold on, I'm finna tell you. I beat his ass. I beat his ass. It was hurt. No, I wasn't. I beat his ass. I was bad as a motherfucker. I beat his ass. Okay. He cheated, and I whooped his ass. Oh shit. <laughs> I punched him in his chest. I beat the fuck out of him. Oh. So I and I'm and I'm an honest person. I never sit up here and be like, oh, my relationship and my marriage is perfect and rosy and shit. That nigga done did some shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I beat his ass. Well, I ain't cry. Ask him. I ain't cry. I'm not about to ask him. You can ask him. Did, did I cry? <laughs> but but okay. did I cry? But here's the thing though, Pete. All right. Here's the thing though. There was an emotion that was before anger. You know There that. was no emotion before that. I seen, I seen what I seen. And he was standing, he was laying, he was sitting in the bed. And he was smiling. He was happy. He thought Saturday was going to be, he thought that Saturday was going to be great. I remember it. He thought it was going to be, ha, A-okay. Yes. He, okay. he, he, he was, he, I looked at it. I said, oh, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, boom. And he said, Ooh. and he was like, yes, I he, that's a, that took his breath away. Yeah. The fuck, man? And, 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 I, and I just started, I, I started swinging. And he was like, right. You know, and I was like, hey, I don't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, I wasn't, I wasn't hurt. I wasn't mad. I wasn't, I was mad because I just, that's my what first What were you response. mad about, though? Man, you ain't, I don't care what and this is another thing I want you to understand too. Okay. I don't give a damn what you do when you're not at home. They ain't got shit to do with me because whatever dog nah, gonna come to the light. I don't check phones, I don't do nothing. So when something comes to me, I feel like it was meant. Okay. I believe in the that. The ancestors and my mother brought it to me. Okay. You said the ancestors. And my mother. She be up there watching. I okay. Tell people. Okay. okay. So she brought it to me. So I I don't care what you do outside, but don't be sloppy. He was sloppy. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was sloppy with his shit. Yeah. If you're, you ain't delete the messages, you ain't none. You just thought, oh, she don't check phones. Right. So I can just be in this joint willy nilly. Right. Right. That's what he was. He was willy nilly. Right. He ain't think I was going to do that. But you said you don't check phones. Because I don't. Not no more. No, nah, I don't. I was asked, could I use his phone? Because my phone uh, went dead. Yeah. That's an easy way to get your ass. Yeah, my, 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 my phone went dead. So I was like, let me see yours. I don't go through phone. Right. It was just so happening when I was, I had swiped, I did something, and I seen the message, and I was like, oh, was, okay, nigga. That was meant to be. I was like, all right, nigga. That was meant to be. Peter and Paul was like, hey, 
Show her that. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this nigga here. Yeah. He's sloppy with his shit. Because he done went to Vegas with his homeboys and everything. And I tell him, go ahead and have your fun. I am not a jealous type of person. I, hey, I ain't the finest and I ain't the baddest. But I damn show the realest. And so you can't be real. You can't be real. Okay. So therefore, I let him. You go have your fun. You going out with your friends. I'm not going to be standing over there like a motherfucking inspector. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or hovering over you like an airplane, baby. Yeah. Go and do you. But if I catch you doing something that you ain't supposed to do, and and you and you 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 being sneaky, yeah. I'm gonna beat your ass. The fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm not that emotionally intelligent. That's why I say I'm I go I'm in therapy. Yeah. Y'all ain't understand. I keep saying it. <laughs> but you know what? But I what I love about it though, B, is that you 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 own that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you own it. And I think that's like the first step to it. Because everybody not that. Hey, yo, we got to take a break real quick, man. <laughs> we can wait to wrap this up. Hey, man, I love this shit. Hey, yo, it's the Shits Podcast, y'all. It's the Shits. Right? And yes, what sir. is it? It's all about the shits. Either you the shit or you not. And when you the shit, you got the ism. You got the realism. Whatever other words you want to use and you put ism on it, you the shit of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are now back at the Shits Podcast. And it's just B. Carrington and myself. And it's Dead Spider. Uh, rest in peace to the family. I mean, rest in peace to the spider. And my condolences to the family and shit. Smoking on that spider pack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, man, uh, check it out, y'all. Uh, we just wanted to do this shit today because, well, I, I'm going to say from my point of view. I just kind of feel like people need to, people, I feel like people need to get more in tune with how they feel and understand why they feel that way. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that everybody can fall in love within two months. I'm not saying that you have to be totally understanding when a motherfucker cheat and nothing like that. However, what I am saying is this. Understand why you feel the way that you feel and make the attempt to try to understand how someone else feels. Not saying that the way they feel is the gospel truth. But I, I just kind of feel like if I can kind of get an understanding of why you feel the way that you feel, I may be less likely to be like, nigga, you on some bullshit. You know, I may be like, oh, you do you do shit like that. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it is motherfuckers that I deal with. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, you that's kind of shit you be on. And I understand that. Yeah. So I think when you look at stuff like that, you are less likely to become so, how can I put it, so agitated by people because you expect it. You know what I'm saying? Like you expect that they're going to do some bullshit. Or I guess in my case, you expect that they're not going to show up to the gathering. You know what I'm saying? So really, I just sent you the fucking invite because out of common courtesy. You know what I'm saying? Right. But- I already kind of figured your ass ain't showing up. So I'm not as, I'm not as mad as the first 15 fucking times that I exactly. invited your ass. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, but yeah, it was just for, to, to encourage people to really try to have those conversations with yourself and figure out how you feel. And like you said, therapy is not bad. You know what I'm saying? I think for African Americans, hey, y'all better utilize that fucking therapy because I'm telling you, our ancestors and our grandparents and great-great-grandparents, I can almost guarantee you, they wish 
they had access to fucking therapy. Yes, and, you know what I'm and, and I think people need to stop making it think seem like therapy is just for crazy people. It's not. Um, it's for people. Sometimes people want to talk to someone who is not going to be biased or maybe not family, and you know that they don't is. they don't know you at all. So they're paid to pretty much listen to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying, and give you tools to. Um, go home with to help yourself to regulate those feelings and to understand why you're so angry and you know they give you those tools you know and they they also give you um little activities to do you know um to to work on that you know i mean they tell you to journal your homework they tell you to journal and things like that i know i play a lot and everything but also just being honest um I am working on myself, you know, um, me and my husband's, you know, we're currently in therapy. I told you nigga cheated, but I'm just saying like, we're currently in therapy or whatnot. Um, but I'm not saying this for every woman, every woman, you don't have to take the man back or nothing like that. If that's not what you feel, but I love man, you know what I'm saying? I know he messed up and you know, he, he was apologetic about it, you know. So we decided we're gonna go to therapy. We're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna fix it, you know. And I also have to look at myself like I was mean because I used to talk crazy to him and everything. It wasn't all his fault. Yeah. I was. I'm not. There you not, go, I'm B. Saying, but I'm saying therapy. That's where that therapy come in. At. There you go, B. Hold on, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I'm gonna go back, B. Self awareness, self awareness, right there. That's what therapy come in at though, because at the time I was like, I don't care, you know, he did whatever. But at the same time, I do have to understand that I was talking crazy to him. I did used to call him out his name. I did used to say, "Was you slow?" You know what I'm saying? Like I did used to say like stuff like that, and he didn't like that. You know, I don't like it either. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Because I have to, my I keep saying my mom because my mom had that masculine, you know she had That's brothers, you know what I'm saying and stuff, yeah. and we had she had a sister too, but she was the oldest, so she had brothers, so I get that from her, yeah. you know what I mean, and it never offended the people that she dated, so I just you don't know that you right, you I don't, don't I don't, I was you know young, saying? I don't, but they kept coming back, so I don't know, but anyway, I just therapy really has helped, so for. All black people, I feel like if your job offers therapy sessions take for free, take your three sessions for free. Take that shit. Um, if you get therapy sessions through your, you know, health, you know, health care for free or whatever your insurance, take the therapy because I'm uh-huh. telling y'all, it really helps. I ain't, I ain't half the person that I used to be. <laughs> like I'm not, y'all. Like I'm serious. Like I'm so, I'm so dead serious. Like I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of feel like it helps you get more in tune with yourself. And that's not to say that you're going to go to therapy and you're going to feel like, I'm going to change my ways. No, you may go to therapy and feel like, damn, I do do that, but I like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, straight up. I, I know I do that shit, and I like it, and this is the reason why I fucking do it. So I'm saying, so now I have a greater appreciation for why I fucking do the shit. You see what I'm saying? So... It's just more for you to get more in tune with yourself because if you're not connected to yourself, how you ever gonna be connected to anybody else? True. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's harder it's harder for you to get connected to anybody else when you don't even realize who the fuck you are. You know? Facts. So yeah, that's that. I mean, that's that's it. And that's all. Hey yo, I also want to leave motherfuckers with this. 
one of my favorite Chicago MCs, I just heard him say this shit on a on a record. He said his name is Andres Haley. I got a lot of respect. I got a lot of respect for this dude for the music that he put out. I think he dope as fuck. I think he's a I think he's an authentic Chicago MC. Just by the way he spit, the way he says shit, all that. He said, I'd rather try and fail than not try and fail. He said, I thought the shit was dope as hell when I first heard it. So I say I say all that to say this. To anybody out there that feel like they want to try something or they feel like they're nervous at something, think about that line. I would rather try and fail than not try and fail. You see what I'm saying? Because either way it goes, if you don't fucking do it, you failed. You failed. You fucking failed. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and leave that part. And with that, I do want to put this, add this on to it as well. Stop letting, stop letting the dream killers <sighs> kill your dream as well. Because you got people out here who they didn't make it. They didn't go and move out of town, New York. They didn't go and do those things. Yeah. So when you tell them what you want to do, they going to try to kill your dream because they never peaked. Yeah. Don't listen to them. Fuck. And stop talking to them. Only talk to the people. Talk about what you want to do to people who are either doing what you're doing or are positive. Yeah. They can, li- they can give you some advice. And be, and, be, and be realistic with you. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, the dream killers, don't fucking talk to them. Yeah. Tell them where they can find you at, B. You can find me on Facebook at Brandon Garrett. And you can find me on uh, TikTok at B. Carrington and Instagram B. Carrington. Hey, y'all, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Monsoon Stara, S T A R A W. Also at the Shits Podcast, that's S H I T T S Podcast. Also on Instagram, also on TikTok. Um, y'all can make sure y'all can check out the Shits Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, you can check us out there. Um, man, y'all make sure y'all get y'all tickets for the 312 Music Awards happening March 10th. Yeah. And then also get y'all tickets for that uh, celebrity basketball game because uh, my son, Bryce Barnett, will be playing in that game, uh, showing off his talents. Um, and yeah, uh, I want to give mad shouts out to the man himself, my man Decaders, for making all this shit possible. Um, not just with the podcast, but with the music, with the videos. This man got his hands in so much shit that has to do with Chicago. And he would never take credit for it, so I always put it out there and give him credit for it. And uh, man, shout out to B. Carrington for being a very, very dope and authentic cause. Super dope. And uh, hey, y'all make sure y'all go get y'all some therapy and shit. Because some of the shit I just heard B say today, I'm <laughs> I'm fucking traumatized. <laughs> and we'll holler at y'all next week, guys. Oh, I gotta leave y'all with this. Make fans, not followers. Followers will get you clout, fans will get you work. Be positive, be passionate, and be patient. Realize only thing that happens overnight is dreaming, slobbing, and them babies, y'all. It was this podcast, y'all. We out. Peace.